There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You can now support Ghost Maps on Patreon and buy our official merchandise on Redbubble. Simply look for We Are Huntu or click the links in the description. Ghost Maps Entry 38 Kampung Rimba, Brunei I wanted to do what you do when I was a kid, Wadud tells me, after he shakes my hand and takes a seat across from me at a coffee shop in Chinatown. We order our drinks and I ask him what he means. He tells me that he had a ghost hunting phase when he was younger. I chuckle and explain that what I do is a little different. He looks somewhat embarrassed, but I assure him that it's fine. There are apparently a lot of misconceptions about me. I add that I've never actively gone hunting for the supernatural itself. He looks away, still clearly embarrassed, but also a little thoughtful. That's smart, he says smarter than I was when I was a kid. See, Wadud grew up in Brunei. Back in the mid-2000s, during his late teens, boys would dare each other to visit supposedly haunted spots. Some of them, he says, did it to prove their bravery, while others even thought that it might impress the girls. I tell him, that we all made mistakes when we were younger. Yeah, but not everyone's mistakes come back to literally haunt them, he says. I've met more than a fair share of people who can relate, I say, with a smirk that's hopefully more sympathetic than sardonic. Thankfully, he responds with a smile of his own and his mood seems to improve. As our drinks arrive, I quietly place my recorder on the table. Not wanting to bring his mood back down, I then ask him, as casually as I can, to start from the beginning. Wadud and his cousin Damit grew up around Kampung Rimba, so they spent a huge part of their lives hearing stories about the Gadong House an infamous abandoned building located in a secluded forested area. The Gadong House inspired all sorts of tales of the supernatural. Everyone seemed to know someone who knew someone else who saw something there. Wadud and Dummit had decided, however, that all those stories were rubbish. They made a pact that they would get actual proof of the supernatural. And that's just what they set out to do, 
armed with a camera late one Thursday night. It was about an hour-long bike ride, on which Wadud and Dummit got lost a couple of times. Eventually, however, they finally found the building, standing ominously in the middle of a field of overgrown grass, Gadong House really did live up to its reputation. Wadud could see how badly it had fallen into disrepair, even under just the light of the full moon. The parts of its walls that remained standing were overrun by creepers and moss, and the shadows that its mangled figure cast were enough to send chills up Wadud's spine. The pair left their bikes a couple of meters away from the entrance of Gadong House, hoping to walk the rest of the way, but that proved to be a futile exercise. As they waded into the chest-high grass, despite keeping the building in their sight the whole time, they somehow kept getting lost. Try as they might, No matter how many twists and turns they took, they couldn't seem to reach the structure. Dummett seemed to grow more frustrated, but that unease that the building inspired only seemed to grow in Wadud. He urged Dummett to leave, and after a while, Dummett relented. It took them another 15 minutes to make their way back to their bikes, And in that time, Wadud could have sworn he saw a shadow creeping round hidden amongst the grass. The first time he saw it, he grabbed onto Dummett's sleeve and tried to point it out to his cousin. But when Dummett turned around, however, the shadow was nowhere to be seen. He asked Wadud if he was sure trying to sound concerned, but failing to hide the condescending scepticism in his tone. Wadud insisted that he had seen it, but Dummett brushed him off. We don't want to be like one of those other people with wild stories and no proof, he had said. Everyone will laugh at us. Hesitantly, Wadud tried to ignore the shadow and pretend that it wasn't watching him and his cousin. Soon, they reached their bikes and headed off. All the way back to Warut's place, however, he kept darting his head around. Could have sworn that he saw that same shadow following them. Dummett stayed over at Warut's place that night. Shortly after they returned home, Dummett headed to bed in Wadud's room. Wadud, however, was still too jumpy to sleep. He watched TV with his living room, kitchen and dining room lights on. But soon, the shadows of his own home started to feel oppressive. He crept into his room to grab his laptop so that he could game outside without waking Dummett up. His cousin, Wadud noticed, was sleeping on his belly, which was strange for Dummett, 
Wadud knew generally preferred to sleep on his side. Wadud shrugged it off though, and lugged his laptop out to the dining table, where he gamed until his eyes started to feel heavy. Finally, feeling like he could get some rest, he returned to his room and laid out a mattress on the floor, as he always did when Dummett stayed over. He curled up on the mattress and started dozing off, until he noticed that Dummett was staring at him. What is it? He asked his cousin, but he received no reply. Wadud glared at Dummett, but the longer he looked, the more he realized that something wasn't right about him. His features were all slightly off, like they were shifting even as Wadud was trying to focus on him. Suddenly, something drew Wadud's attention to the top of Dummett's head. There, he saw a cloth knot. Confused, his focus moved back to his cousin's face, only to discover blood dripping from Dummett's unblinking eyes. Wadud leapt to his feet, scrambling backwards without looking away from the thing that Dummett had become. As he reached his bedroom door, he finally got a clear view of not Dummett, but what was only posing as his cousin. A figure now sitting up on his bed, draped in a white shroud. Its undead face glared menacingly out at him. A pochong. Wadud let out a terrified scream, turned and ran out of the room. In his panic though, he tripped over himself and hit his head against the side of the dining room table. He started to black out. Last thing he saw as the shadows of his mind crept up on him was the pochong coming towards him. Wadud woke the next morning to his parents and Dummett standing over him, all of them wearing looks of concern. Wadud's initial reaction was to push Dummett away in panic. Eventually, his parents managed to calm him down and his cousin, more confused than anything else, asked him what had happened. When he had explained to them what he had seen the night before, Wadud's parents were furious. They chastised the pair for even going near the Gadong house and immediately sought help from an organization that dealt with evil spirits. Wadud tells me that he never encountered anything else like that ever again. Looking embarrassed again, though his mood remained relatively chipper. I ask him if anyone ever dared him to go to another supposedly haunted spot. He tells me that people did, but the fear of the consequences far outweighed his fear of peer pressure. He pauses for a moment, smiling, and says 
I guess we all have those defining moments. We have to learn to grow up. That, I tell him, is something a lot of people I've spoken to can relate to as well. If you want to discover more of Southeast Asia's other side, subscribe now and follow us on social media at We Are Hantu. You can also buy official merchandise on Redbubble and be one of our supporters on Patreon. Ghost Maps is recorded on Audio Technica mics. <laughs>